money on. Get your money on. Bag talk. Businessman. Man, I'm a businessman. Money talk. You run on podcast, bro. We can bring something new to life. I ain't a business man, I'm a business man. Now let me handle my business. <laughs> <laughs> Another great episode, man. You know, we had one of my favorite people mm. come come up. She's a little shy to come, but she came. She she brought it. Nessie. Mm-hmm. Nessie FT, Nessie Art, NFT, superstar. Yes. Black artist, mm-hmm. black female artist, Nova Scotian artist. Mm-hmm. From the Preston area, and yep. you know she had a great story, man. We really peeled the curtain back and and got into her story and got to understand how she got to the places she's been, yeah. Why she continues to go to the places and and really just a st- story of creativity and, and finding a path in business, yeah, through art and creativity. So something that, that a lot of people want to check out. Yeah, I think you know just getting to know her on a on the other side of like business and her thought processes and different things like that, like just kind of really digging into her character. I think for me. Those are the things that like make this episode interesting. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of times business people are just other are regular human beings. Yeah. You know what I mean? With different characteristics, and so many different types of characteristics can mm. create success. Um, but she has a lot of the key ones, so I think it's important for people to tap in and hear hear her story for sure. Yeah, definitely important for for anyone at home that might have a creative side of you that, mm-hmm. that don't really know how to tap into it and and, and make it work. Mm. You know, she she left her job. And, and kind of left that that life of the nine to five chasing that stuff and, and leaned into her creativity mm-hmm. and is now surviving and thriving mm-hmm. off of that. So, you know, tap in, check it out. Cool. It's episode four. Now let me handle my business. We got a very special guest here today, a friend of mine, a Preston native. Hey. An artist, many titles, many titles. The one and only... Great Nessie. Hello, welcome to the hello. show, Nessie. Welcome, welcome. To the show. We were supposed to get Nessie on season one. Um, didn't really align. She was super busy. We were all super busy. But she made some time for us today to, to stop by the show. And um, appreciate you coming by. We're going to jump right into it, Nessie. We're going to jump right into it. Originally from Preston. Yeah. North and East. Both of them. Hey. Both of them. We got a lot of North East. We got a lot of North and East. Ross. <laughs> Um, Nessie, Nessie, just t- tell us a bit about that. Growing up in Preston, what what, what was that like for you? Growing up in Preston, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it was like it's just a regular Preston township, you know, childhood. Yeah, lots of family around, mm. so you know that was always fun. My mom is from North Preston, my dad's from East Preston, yes. and I grew up mostly in East Preston, mm-hmm. and so definitely like lots of visiting to like my grandmothers and stuff, and like lots of cousins and Mm -hmm. i'm the youngest cousin so ross Mm -hmm. is actually my older cousin so shout shout out to ross this is the Uh, the, this is the aka ross (laughs) right like honestly every every episode we Um, talk about ross and we'll actually talk about ross in this episode too because ross has been instrumental in nessie's life like he's been instrumental in all of our lives yes ross is the the silent goat right the silent goat silent goat Mm -hmm. gotcha so grew up in preston north and east Mm -hmm. shout out miss juliet <laughs> mm. Took care of my teeth in elementary school. All of our yeah, teeth. Yeah, a lot of people don't know she's my yes, mom. So now, yes, now you yes, know. I remember yes. Duffy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it might have been on Twitter. You posted a picture of her. Yeah. You know what? That's your mom. Yeah, Miss Juliet is a legend up home, a man. Legend in the yeah. North, you man. know what I mean? She keep all our teeth clean. 
right? Mm-hmm. Even now, like they they got super cool programs for adults mm-hmm. in the community that a lot of people don't really? know about. I didn't know. About yeah, that. you get a little um, clean, like six, yeah, like fifty dollars. It's or a lot cheaper than yeah. going. I need, I need to tap yeah, that. Yeah, and it's cool too. Can you get a chance to go to the school? Like it's you know you're at the school getting it done. Yes. So it's just a nice little day. So if you out there and you try and get your teeth clean. Hit up Miss Julia at mm. the North Preston Dental Clinic at Nelson Winder Elementary School. Tough. Nice plug on teeth. Shameless plug, as Ross would say. <laughs> You're an artist. I am. You've been an artist for a while. Tell us a bit about, you know, the, the Preston and growing up and, and family and, and how you think that has influenced your art. Um, and, and, you know, were there any early stages of you sketching or, or whatever mm-hmm. the case is? Just, just curious about that. Yeah, um, honestly, I didn't really take art that serious until probably the pandemic happened because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're growing up, it's not really like a career mm-hmm. choice that's yeah. like um, championed mm-hmm. in any way. So, like, I can remember sketching and like being artistic in many ways, like growing up, but just thinking like this is a hobby, like this mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. something that I'm gonna pursue. I didn't see anybody that kind of like looked like me that I could be like, oh, I want to follow their path. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a black art teacher in junior high, but when you're in junior high, you're not really thinking about like what you want to do. I well, I wasn't Creighton, anyway. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, Ms. in Creighton. Kane? It was Kane. Yes, hey, it was Kane. Shout out Ms. Kane. And then like I think even when I was going to Dell and I was I first was in like social science, like arts, mm. like, you know, just social science. I remember like people telling me like oh you never find a job like why are you taking that so mm-hmm, it's like that's the kind of the vibes the vibes i was getting so i was like no i i'm not gonna do that because i even contemplated going to nazcat at one point and i was like mm, nah like i'm i'm just gonna struggle yeah so i just did it in my free time mm-hmm. and my mom also did art in her free time as well so Sweet. i seen it from that perspective like oh it can, it can be a hobby what mm-hmm, i do mm-hmm. and then the pandemic happened i was like why why just waste my time doing yeah. something that I hate when yeah. I can just do this? Mm-hmm. I've seen other examples online of people like just following their dreams. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I decided to jump right in. Mm-hmm. That's so. super dope. And I think, you know, it might be changing now, but the narrative around arts was always like, you know, oh, you're going to art school, like you never get a job. There's no work in art. Right. I mean, I think, you know, when you look at like, you know, history and stuff like that, mm-hmm. there's like, there are famous artists and there yeah. are like some successful people who are artists, but there's very few that are like super ultra successful mm-hmm. versus the amount of people who are actual artists. So yeah. I think it kind of has this, you know, not the like stereotype artists, but like people have this stigma of it. Like, starving oh, artists. you're going to be starving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what is the job or how are you going to feed yourself? Like you watch movies and all this stuff and people talk about following their dreams. And it's usually always like, family members like oh get yeah. a real job you're gonna struggle thing. yeah right yeah. so i think that like society has painted a painted a picture yeah that artists financially are not going to be successful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i mean it's not necessarily true no like you know because when you look around the world like you know everything is art yeah essentially everything is art there's yeah. design and everything there's mm-hmm you know, visual perspectives and a lot of things. So we see so much stuff. Um, like somebody designed this tissue box. Mm-hmm. They, they had to hire an artist yep. to create that. It's just finding those jobs, I think, is the like the part that a lot of the path that people just mm-hmm. don't know about, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, finding that is, is the key. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what we're here to, to, to do. You know, the whole 
purpose of this show and why I thought about bringing you on is because you are an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, you did leave your job and your your career, if if you will, um, a job, yeah, a job, a job, a job <laughs> to to pursue art full time. Yeah. And you're still pursuing art full time yeah. and, and and making a living off of art. And and like Corvell said, um, that stigma has always existed, but there are ways to 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 uh, to make art a business and you know to be able to make money from art well, i remember when you were like boom i'm doing this thing and then like the next day is like oh shit like i'm full in a, i was like holy stuck. smokes yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like i was like wow like that's a big move and then the following day it was like oh shit she kind of knew some people's lives are like jam-packed like some people take their whole life to get yeah. through those stages and you kind of went through it and like three days and I remember saying like holy smokes like yesterday I'm like man I was kind of holding my hand like mm-hmm. I was cringing like shit and then the next day I'm like yo fuck like that's for, that's what's yeah, up that's cool. yeah I surprised so myself in a way yeah, yeah. <laughs> super cool man and that's super the power cool. of the, the internet mm-hmm. the power yeah. of digital assets and in, in this new world that we'll get into and I think it, it uncovers a whole new world of opportunities in the art world mm-hmm. so pandemic happens mm-hmm. you're sketching you're doing some social type work yeah, like community, yeah, yeah, community jobs. Community, community type yeah. work, but not feeling it. Yeah, just not feeling not it. Not feeling mm-hmm. it. You, you're seeing NFTs pop off. Yeah. We all seen the mania. It's going crazy. People are buying pieces of white paper for <laughs> online for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Arts, art pieces are going for millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You're seeing that happen. What What's going on in your brain? Ross, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bring Ross back name? up. Mm-hmm. Ross sent me a few, a couple articles, I think, mm-hmm. about NFTs, and I looked at them, and I was like, okay, interesting. I didn't understand it mm-hmm. at all, like over my head. Very hard concept to kind of grasp mm-hmm. if you have no clue what it is. Yes, it is. And then I seen you posting about mm-hmm. them as well, mm-hmm. and I was already the pieces that are NFTs. I was already doing, so I already had some of them done. But I seen you post, uh, I think you have, it was like a rail or something. Of, mm. So I was like, okay, let me message Navelle. Mm-hmm. I asked, like, can you like explain to me? So we met for coffee. You like went through it. And I was like, okay, I kind of get it a little bit. Still was like, yeah, you needed to explain it like yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. A and, and I was a new, I yeah. was new in it. So mm-hmm. I'm explaining like, this is to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. Right. It's a and, whole other and it culture. Was brand yeah. new for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Right. It's like a whole other culture. Like yeah. you have to learn the culture yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of so, the yeah. internet. Yeah. And yeah. and so it's true. I was like, okay. Um, so I understood it a little bit more. So I'm kind of doing my own research. And then my friend Bria messaged me and she's like, her partner Roger is big into yeah. NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Swapsky. Mm-hmm. Swapsky, yeah. And he has like a few like big NFTs and he was, you know, in, its sense, in crypto since like 2017. So yeah. she was like, Roger was like, you should NFTs. I was like, oh, tell Roger I want to sit down with him. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, so yeah. then I go over to meet him and he like walks through through it with me and even just like helps me make like a strategy about how I should drop these. And so mm-hmm. he's really helpful in kind of setting up the game plan yeah, for it. He, he knows the game. He's been in the game yeah. for years. He, <laughs> he's made a lot of money in the NFT space. So he knows how projects should be shaped, yeah, and the simple, simple things of like how it should be organized, mm-hmm. that where the name should go. He's a, I would call him like a creative director, yeah, um, within the space and and a project manager for right? sure, yeah, because yeah. he's a big time collector. So yeah. mm. he was in like a lot of the early projects that kind of blew up. So 
he knew he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And then from there, I would we just decided to drop like five pieces every week. And so that's what I was do. I would do the five pieces up. Um, in the beginning, I got my friend Mamadou. Shout out Mamadou. Shout out he Mamadou. was like digitizing them for me um, because I knew how to do Photoshop, but I also was working. So right, right. it was like time consuming. And then eventually I just ended up doing myself like I had to re-familiarize mm-hmm. myself with yeah, Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so that's what we were doing every week. You were also helping with like social stuff, like marketing yeah, wise. Yeah. And then I think we reached 25 pieces it just like highlighted on open sea mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and i was my phone was blowing up and i was like what's going on what's like <laughs> i was like why is everyone on twitter yeah. messaging me oh the pieces are selling i'm getting like gmail like it yeah, says yeah, like yeah, oh yeah, you're yeah. a piece sold i'm like what's going on someone messaged me like dm was like you're on open sea front page just like you know i'm like oh my god from there everything just sold out every week after that yeah sick yeah and it was a sur- surprise because i didn't I thought that it would sell out, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it would sell out until I hit like 50. Yeah, and right. then it would just like slowly sell out. Because so, yeah, I knew right. people liked the pieces, but it was right, just like, right, right. I thought it would be like a slow process. Process, yeah. So mm-hmm. it was a lot. It was like, okay, uh, it's a lot of the tension that I wasn't expecting, but yeah. let, let's, let's just go with it. And you made a Discord like right off the bat. And yeah. so we figured yeah. that out um, and just like built a little small community. Yeah, built, built and it, yeah. Yeah. So for me, like, you know, you know, listening, I, I know very minimal about NFTs, all of my NFT expertise. I kind of just lean on Neville. But what I'm hearing is like, I'm the artist. Mm-hmm. I have been already creating these pieces. Yes. There was an opportunity in a new space. I entertained it just from an idea perspective and then, you know, kind of scratched the surface and it started to make sense. But one of the main things soon, I think it's a common theme with success, yes. like is usually like team and, and having the awareness to know that like, Here's what I'm good at. Here's what I'm not good at. Let mm-hmm. me go out and find mm-hmm. the people. And I think that takes a lot of intuition, really. Yeah. Those are the recipes for success. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A lot of times people be like, oh, I'm going to go and figure this out on my own. Mm-hmm. But okay, you were like, no, nah, I'm going to go. Let me go ask some people that I, I, I value and trust their opinion. Yeah. And then let me just focus on what I do. Mm-hmm. And you start tapping into other people like Mama do, mm-hmm. and yes. and they were doing things that yeah I could do this, but let me stay focused here because mm-hmm. I I'm working already. I need more time to be able to focus on this. So you know I think it's all, like for me whenever I listen to people's stories, I always look for those pieces. Oh, like Jesus. what kind of were the triggers for success? And I think that process of you understanding like okay I maybe want to go check this out, but I know I don't really know. Let me go find out. And I, I think those are the things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those are the things for sure. Yeah, and that's crucial. And and we're going to stay on this segment for a little minute because there's so much that happened within that time. Mm-hmm. You gave us the, the, the two minute reel, which, which was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're going to dig into it because like you said, you know, the piece of the team. Right. And, and there are some people around you and, and communities is, is, is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, Swapsky. He was was great with direction. He's been in the space before. He had the connections. Yeah. He knew how to to place you right mm-hmm. myself i'm i'm kind of a, a branding guy social mm-hmm. media so you know during that time you know from the day that you decided to make the project to the day OpenSea highlighted you that was like a two to three month gap yeah. and during that time you weren't just sitting on your ass just mm-hmm. waiting for it it didn't just happen mm-hmm. you know you were in spaces yeah you were making you know t- tweets every day we're finding creative ways to do giveaways and, and different ways to grow our following yeah. to, to reach more people. And that all was happening through the team. And then, you know, another piece, like you said, the Mamadou with the digitizing assets. And then you got a guy like Ross mm-hmm. that, that just was giving you direction as a, 
someone in business, someone at a high level, and one of the things he told you was to leave your job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want I just want to hear about hear about that. You know how that went and and your thought process mm-hmm. behind that. Because I remember when you called me, you told me I was super excited. I called him because I, me and him were, were so when something happens, I'm like call him. Like yeah, she's mm-hmm. ready to go. She's leaving my job. And he's on the other side <laughs> looking at like, wait a minute, like. Shitting. This moving a little bit too quick. This moving a little too fast, man. You know? I, and and the other part of it is too is like you know I think like when you play a a role of like advisor, consultant, or even just a friend, yeah, I think it's really important to kind of always have those ears of caution. Yes. You know what I mean? Like oh, and sometimes those, yeah. sometimes you gotta silence them though. Like a lot of times mm-hmm. you gotta silence them. But I'm like, if I was jump off the bridge type of person. Yeah, right? so I'll am jump, I though. Right? So I'll <laughs> jump off the bridge. I'll jump off the bridge and build the plane on the way down. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, man, like I, I, I wanted to make sure that you were you know, you're straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm like frig like but the one thing I will say is I'm not a big artist person. Mm-hmm. Like I don't not to say that I don't appreciate art, but I'm not like I'm not in that space of like where I look at pictures, but like, oh, I want that at my house. Mm-hmm. But when I started seeing your pieces, it was something about them that captivated me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was like I couldn't really understand what like I'm seeing something, but I'm seeing so many things in these pieces. But you know, my bank account wasn't big enough. <laughs> I I ain't I didn't know early enough. Yeah. I knew early enough, but I didn't know like that I should buy one of these early enough. And yeah. then when I'm like I realized like, yo, shit, like I hit him up and he's like, uh, it's gonna be like 0.5 ETH. ETH at the time, like five grand. I'm like, yeah. damn. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just a sidebar. Yeah. Just and I mean this kinda happened after the, the the big sale and blow up, but I mean you did end up leaving your job and and that main person was Ross that, that yeah. put in your ear. Yeah, Ross um, messaged me right away. He was yeah. like there, it's time to quit your job. I was like, mm. <laughs> I was a little skeptical. I was like, yeah. should I? Yeah. But then at the same time, I was like, mm, I want to. Yeah. And I just felt like if I didn't, I would have regretted it. Yes. Like, yes. and I was like, yes. mm, I'd rather just, like, jobs are always going to be around. I'm, I can get a job tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, this opportunity is not always going to be there. So time. it's not like I was, like, really loved my job. Mm-hmm. So I was like, <laughs> It's, it's a pretty uh, easy transition. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, it's a pretty easy decision. Obviously, you have people telling you like, hey, maybe you should think of this. I was like, no, no I'm just going to. Because I'm a very like impulsive person too. I was right, like, I'm right. just going to do it. If I right. want to do something, then I'll just do it. Um, And so I did it. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and nice. it was, I guess, the right decision. Certainly, certainly. You know, what What would you say, not to, add, not to say what is the ingredients of your success, but like what would you say, what are some of the characteristics of yourself that you believe helped you be in the position that you're in mm-hmm. as an emerging black female artist from Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what were, what are some of the characteristics you think that allow you to be able to like trailblaze through this? Cause you in the front, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're in the front in terms of black female Canadian artists in the space of NFTs. Mm-hmm. The reason why I ask that question is because I, I, I think there's something there. I think, that I'm just someone that I always like to try new things. Mm. So, like, if I seen the, I seen the opportunity, I was like, okay, let me try it. Mm. And I've always been like that. I was like, I, I want to try something. I'll try something once. Yes. And if I like it, then I'll keep going. Yeah. If I don't, then I, I'll just stop. I'll, I'll stop it. And I feel like I've always had that type of like thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, 
I mean, there's a lot of failures that come with that, but yeah. I don't really, I don't look at it as failure, really. I just like, it's like experience. I, I've called you this for a long time. I always, I say, what's up, gangsta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And the reason why is because, you know, I remember when I first started seeing you as a young adult, mm -hmm. um, I'm a bit older than you, but like yeah. I remember seeing you when you first started coming around. Um, you were DJing. Mm -hmm. Um you but, were DJing. Yeah, you were DJing. You were DJing. DJ so Nessie. and nobody else was doing this. No other yeah. black women, no other women mm -hmm. were doing this. So I always kind of seen you as fearless. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like I, I always seen you as fearless. Like even like you were kind of spunky when you first come on the scene. Mm -hmm. Like very quiet girl, but like if someone I, people you, say you certain would, you stuff would dress to how you, you want to dress. Right? Yeah. Like, right. you know, you would be you would be kind of fearless. So to me, when I see you like Everything that I'm watching you do from the sidelines is like it's fearlessness. You know what I mean? So like I think mm -hmm. from my perspective, I see you know one of the characteristic traits that you have, it's fearlessness. So my question now is, what are you afraid of? Not, I guess. <laughs> not yeah, much. Not, not much. I guess <laughs> exactly. I mean, I am afraid of things, yeah. but yeah. I think to your point, like I just always kind of did what mm -hmm. I wanted to do, and I don't really mm -hmm. care like Straight. what anybody thinks Straight. in the way, Straight. like. Mm -hmm. And you wear it. I don't follow chest. like the path is going. Like everyone else is doing this, I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't want to do that. And right. if I don't want to do it, I'll just, I just won't do it. Yeah. And so, I guess that's yeah. kind of my thought Straight. process around that. Straight. Like it's like in the DJing thing. I'm like, okay, like I really, I love music, yeah. and I was like, this looks cool. Like I want to do it. And I would have kept going if there was like more jobs, more jobs around. <laughs> but at the time, yeah. it yeah. was just not. Yeah. <laughs> not saying anything. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Like I just liked it, and it was mm -hmm. like so, like a little hobby that I had, and I was. I don't care if anybody else is mm -hmm, doing it. Like, exactly. there's people in other places of the world doing this. Like, mm. I'm not like we're in Nova Scotia. It's like very small, mm -hmm. and I think sometimes people have I'm very behind the mindset of like everyone around them, which mm -hmm. is fine. I just like I feel like I look at the bigger picture. Like I'm Straight. just a speck in the earth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. yeah, especially in a place like Nova Scotia, where everyone knows we're ten years behind mm -hmm. in everything, and you know we're not super progressive. Yeah, we're not the people that trailblaze and and do things in, in most cases Nova Scotia as a whole so if you're looking at the people around you as your boundaries mm -hmm. as your yeah you know uh, Ross says it all the time like he's a he's a global entrepreneur but mm. there's not a lot of those from Nova Scotia so mm -hmm. he just looked at all the businesses in Nova Scotia and said okay I just want to do what they're doing yeah he would never be yeah. Ross Simmons on on a global scale right mm -hmm. yeah you know? yeah and I think that's kind of the piece because you know a lot of times like there's people like and and I try to always communicate with the people at home that are listening mm -hmm. and it's just people that are so afraid to like try that thing yeah you know what i mean yeah. they're so afraid to like go outside of the box and do the thing that inside of them like is filling me up with passion yeah i know it is yes but it's like i'm more focused on like the daily grind of mm -hmm. things like mm -hmm. the bills and mm -hmm. and and reaching success and all that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, man, you're gonna find success when you're genuinely passionate about yeah. something. It's the right? only place where you'll find real, true success because yeah. mm -hmm. it's, you know we've we've seen this. You have to pour yourself into mm -hmm. something to, to really see your sign. And, and it's crazy because and this is such a huge conversation because I I speak with a lot of people that work in their everyday job and don't want to work their everyday job. They they hate it actually, mm -hmm. but they don't know. Well, what am I going to sell? What business? I'm just telling him I started a business. Well, what business am I going to do? But, you know, one of my buddies, he's a, he just loves fashion, high fashion. Mm -hmm. He knows fashion more than anybody I ever know in the world. I call him one of the top a thousand flyest persons in the world. <laughs> he definitely is on that. My guy can't. Mm -hmm. Right? So, same, man. You just got to do something. Just, you'll mm -hmm. find something. So, he just he started knitting hats. Right? And I mean, he's, the hats are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they're probably, I told him, you got a million dollar product right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So, now he's putting the, 
the the the, the needle behind the pen. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, there's different other friends I have that you know work in their job, but they lo- also might love fashion. They love to dress themselves. They love to watch Instagram pages and mm-hmm. see and put fits together. And but that's a business that mm-hmm. can yeah. be something Stylist. that a product is <laughs> literally and. <laughs> It might be so, you might not see no one around you that does that, yeah. mm. but there are people in the world that make millions of dollars being stylists, styling yes. all kinds of different people. Mm-hmm. People in Nova Scotia need stylists. Like, yeah. I would pay someone to go shop for me mm-hmm. and bring me nice fits, and I'm good to go. I hate going to the mall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, I, I absolutely shopper. hate right? going to so the mall. So there's, there's something that exists there, and you know, and I think in, in your process, you know, you can have a hobby mm-hmm. that you can pursue and pursue with business in mind. If it works out, if there's not opportunity there, the DJ, the, the market didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. It might exist now yeah. if you double back, but you already found your market. Mm-hmm. The NFTs, you tried it out. Okay, shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, psh, it took off. Now, now Nessie's doing what Nessie's doing, mm-hmm. right? So I, I, that's a key piece that I think, you know, for the people at home is, is that piece around, man. Find what your passion is, and I guarantee you there's money in your passion. Yes, for sure. Before we go into, like, the business of the art, because I think that's huge, and I think that's, like, essentially why you're here, Mm -hmm. is to learn the business of the art. But specifically, your first project, the first piece, Muse, Mm -hmm. what's going through your head when you are creating those pieces? Mm. Like, what is your inspiration for that Mm -hmm. um, particular project? So for Muse, these pieces I just... They're literally doodles. Like, mm-hmm. I just freehand these. Mm-hmm. And we'll pull them up on the YouTube video as yeah. well. And I just freehand them. Sometimes one will take, like, 20 minutes. Sometimes sometimes one will take, like, two hours, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to do these doodles when I was, like, in school, like, right. sitting at my desk. Mm-hmm. And I, during that time, I didn't think, like, anything of it. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, these are, I'm just bored in class. Like, mm-hmm. let me just do these. Um, And then I got these markers, and I was like, hmm, I like these. And then I was Mm -hmm. just playing around with them, and it turned out like I was making some cool stuff. So the inspiration for for Muse is just like whatever I'm thinking at the time. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like autopilot. And then Mm. I look back, and I'm like, oh, I can see like what was going through my head at the time. Right, 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 right. And so I called it Muse because if I don't really know much about Greek uh, Mm -hmm. theater, but I know that like there's nine muses that like spark inspiration. So there's like Mm. comedy, uh, tragedy, like love poetry, like there's different Mm. ones. Um, And so I use that concept to kind of describe the series. Okay. And so I put each one into a category that I think fit perfectly for each one. And so that's how it kind of like was organized in the NFT series. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. African culture in there. Yeah, there's a, there's a Greek culture in there, and then you know you do a great twist of like bringing our culture in there. Mm-hmm. So some of the muses got grills in their mouths. Yeah, some of them got different things, and it's you you look at it, it's really captivating. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of all of that that goes into mm-hmm. it from different angles, from the African to the the Greek and the nine emotions and, mm-hmm. and things that spark inspiration, and then you bringing your own twist of our culture and your own culture and in your yeah. own feelings of that day. Because I think right? for me, when I see it, I just see, I see our culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like when I look at the pieces, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. I see our culture. Yeah. Like I see black culture. I see like, it, it's almost like black North American, but we're tying back to our roots. Like yeah. that's yeah. literally what I'm seeing. And that's why I seeing. put the West African um, inspired too, because it does have like aspects of like West African mask in there. Right. Like right. even though I, it wasn't even like consciously doing that, right, it just right, turned right, out that right, way. Right. Mm-hmm. That's dope. And yeah, I can see what you mean yeah, by that. Super dope. And then you know you got 
the mask and the West African, but then the guy got a pick in his hair or one of yeah. them, you know, like yeah. cornrows almost. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's sick art. And we're going to show them all. Definitely go check out the, the, the Muse collection. A place I just want to highlight, you know, we, we kind of glance over, but I think we, for the audience, we got to really make a significant about what you actually did in the NFT space and in that day that you're on OpenSea. So I'll, I'll kind of paint the picture. So for three months, you know, you dropped the collection three months, a couple sales, a couple homies mm-hmm. buying, pretty quiet, but grinding on Twitter, grinding in spaces, grinding, just marketing yourself into these worlds. One day, OpenSea follows you. Like, oh, shoot, pretty dope. Follow them back. Mm-hmm. Next day, you're on the OpenSea main page. So for those that don't know, OpenSea is basically the main art gallery online for NFTs. In the stock market, it's like Wall Street. It's like, exactly. The NASDAQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the Amazon of the NFTs. Yeah. Right? You can buy. This is where you go to buy and sell. This is where you sell. go to buy and sell NFTs. This is the premier, premier. place mm-hmm. to go and buy and sell NFTs. Exactly. And Nessie gets on the from front the Prestons is on the front page highlighted on OpenSea. Huge. It was incredible. When when I seen it, I'm like, holy smokes, it's go time. Mm-hmm. And it came from nothing other than them seeing her in a space, them catching wind of her art, being automatically drawn to their art. They didn't even message you. No. They just put it up. Mm. She was surprised by it. That day, you sold how much ETH worth? Was it like 40? Are we talking Canadian currency? We're going we're to we're say <laughs> ETH first, then we're going to convert it. Yeah, I think. Maybe 40? 40 ETH yeah. worth. Jeez, At the time, Christmas. ETH was sitting at about three grand, maybe? Four grand Canadian? It was probably, yeah, like four something. Do the math, Carvel. 160. She sold $160,000 worth of volume mm. of her art. That's crazy. In a, in a day. In a day. And yeah. I remember, too, like, I remember, like, the post, it was like, yeah, first it was like it 10. Was like 10. So yeah, mm-hmm. And every, it was man. like, oh, shit. Yeah. And let's not get it confused. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I was going to yeah, break yeah, it down. Yeah, I was going to break it down. A lot of people down. think I'm a millionaire. I was going to so break wanna... it down. <laughs> but I think, I think that the value of, of those numbers is it's this. Still, it's still yeah, like, yeah. you know, like you're, you're, you had that much volume, that much. Mm-hmm. $160,000 worth of currency was was fluctuated to your art. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what, and so that's, so to me, it's like, it would be different, like, you know, if if you bought a house and then you sold it for a million dollars, but you paid seven hundred thousand, yeah. okay, yeah, it's easy math, three hundred thousand. Um, but if if you if you built that house, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you built the house and then that same house that you built sold for a million dollars, like even though it cost you money to build it, like just the thought process to know, like this is my creation, yeah. mm-hmm. and there's people in this world that are willing to pay this much money. This These, much money. Mm-hmm. I think that's the value for me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like to know that like, you know, Nessie from the Prestons mm-hmm. has created something so powerful that other people all around this world wanted a piece of it. That's big. Yeah. So this episode, like every episode of season two, is brought to you by the great folks at Tribe Network, mm. specifically the Black Startup Project a great project for black entrepreneurs to network, to get access to funding, to learn new skills. Whether you're trying to scale your business, start your business, whatever place you're at in business, the Black Startup Project is a place for you. And it is needed. Something that we haven't seen in a lot of years. If we had the Black Startup Project when we were coming through, 
we might have got to that million. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> start your engines. <laughs> start your engines. <laughs> We're going. So check out the Black Startup Project, tribenetwork.ca, and uh, let's get to it. Yeah. What was running through your mind? <laughs> Honestly, I think I was just like in shock. I, I kind of didn't know. I didn't, I wasn't like excited yet yeah, because I was yeah, just yeah. like, okay, I don't know what to didn't do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. what do I do yeah. now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I didn't really celebrate till like later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was happy still, but I was just yeah. like right, worried right. about like what's the next step? What's yeah. next? Yeah. And um, job's was, not done. She was. Yeah. Kobe. Kobe mentality. She's a Kobe fan. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Mama mentality. Exactly. So what did you do? Like you didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. That was what you were thinking. But what's next? You were thinking. So well, what? the collection wasn't done, so I was like, okay, like how am I gonna? We had to have like meetings about yeah, like what's yeah. what do we do next? And right, like four. Some times people were in those like couple days. I think we were contemplating like should we do just drop the rest? Like right. I was like, okay, well I can't. That's a lot of pieces to do mm. in that short period of time, and then we had to figure out like should we just drop keep doing five at a time Should, mm-hmm. like how do we keep the engagement Should going we raise prices yeah it was right. it was a lot of and, like, and one thing I'll, I'll give her you know she stuck to her values mm-hmm. she, she stuck to who she was as a mm-hmm. person you know when it's going crazy we got new people coming in saying you can't you got to drop them all now right you got to take advantage of the moment you got to raise the prices you got to do all this stuff and you know nessie at the end of it said no and mm-hmm. the reason for saying no is because she was focused on the art and what got her here. Mm. You know, here was a game plan to start. We're going to drop five every week. It's going to be at this price. We're not going to change that, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So, and, and it ended up being the, the the perfect play because now we got thousands of people ready for the next five. Right. That's coming at zero point five ETH. As soon as you buy them, it's going to go to two ETH. Right. That natural demand and, and that sticking to who you are yeah. as a person, it, it ended up bolding pretty well. Yeah. Right? yeah. And that's rare. You know, super rare. Like that's rare, when, especially rare. with fast success. Yeah. Um, and even though it wasn't fast because you put in work, but it's like from from the appearance on the outside, like it's like okay, slow, 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 boom, one day, boom, fast success. A lot of people don't have the integrity to stay true to their values. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. you know, even just that deserves its credit because Certainly. you know when you're looking at big bags coming in, and and yeah, you're saying like shit. I know I ain't making all this money, <laughs> right? It's like. Okay, well, I could easily probably just flip the script and just put a little bit more in my pocket. But yeah. I think to stay true to your core and values, I think, again, those are just another ingredients that add to the success bag when you're going along this journey. Definitely. The NFT hysteria dies down a bit. Mm-hmm. Right now it's in it's in the crypto winter. Yeah, it's pretty We've been quiet. through it, so we uh, we know what it, what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we at one point had a lot of money in crypto. Mm-hmm. I've lost more money in crypto than I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's rough. Yeah, so so you gotta, yeah. Be, some, you gotta so, be strong. Yeah. You know, we <laughs> had we had half of half of the M words in cryptos at one point, and and seen him go to six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah, and uh, just turned our phone off. Yes, yeah, you do. <laughs> Turn our phone off. You gotta and, just learn to mute the and, noise uh, and wait till it came, and mm-hmm. it came back. Yeah. So right now the NFTs is in that space, mass hysteria, the world goes crazy. All these random people calling me, man, what NFTs, NFTs? Yeah, yeah. That's gonna die at some point. It's at that point right now. It will come back. Yeah, it will come back. What has that process been like for you? You know, I I, I know I've I've been alongside you with it, um, so I kind of know. But but just tell us a bit about, mm-hmm. about that. How you been managing that, dealing with that, you know. Working yeah. through that. Well, luckily the project was over before mm-hmm. it died down, yeah, so yeah. I was happy with that because yeah. that could have been 
Yeah, that could have been rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have another collection that I want to drop, mm-hmm. but I want to wait now. I was going to just drop it, but then I was like, no. And yeah. I want to work on it more also. Yeah. So I'm going to wait until it bounces back and then mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll probably get, I'll probably message you. And yeah, then, <laughs> um, I'm ready. And I guess, I don't know. It doesn't, I don't mind it because I kind of like the break. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it's a lot to like so really just be, you have to be on Twitter so much and like I'm just, and when you're an artist, like you're you're doing you're you have multiple streams right. of income. Like right. I'm doing commissions, I'm right. doing We're some projects. Yeah. And so that. it kind of gives me a break to like focus on other things. And, and then and when really it really just create art. Yeah, it yeah. really just create art. And yeah. then yeah. So when it comes back, I'll I'll be ready. But ready go. I'm thankful for the break a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's it's probably not good for people's pockets, but <laughs> yeah, it's part of the game. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, they know what it was when they signed up. This is a crypto world, but you put your seatbelt on. So you know you 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 you, you highlighted or kind of intro to your work and doing a lot of commissions. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been seeing you, you know, doing murals around and different um, different just pieces for people. Tell us, tell us about that. You know, you like you said, you're not just sitting on your behind waiting for it to to come in. You're you're your art. You're becoming an artist and, and still staying paid as an artist mm-hmm. um, through those different streams and specifically commission work and things of that sort. Yeah, so I'm doing some commissions. I just did a commission the other day for someone in Ottawa, so that mm-hmm. was cool. Sweet. Like a big piece, it was expensive to ship, but wow. it was it was uh that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I did Halifax Mural Fest. Yes, and I did uh, the Africville Forever podcast art and mm-hmm. the website branding, all mm-hmm. that stuff. So that was cool. And so I'm just trying to I'm taking a like few design courses online and stuff, mm-hmm. so I can like kind of also like freelance myself out and like put like my creative brain to like yes, other right, yes, um, right, avenues right. so yeah. yeah like just looking for other ways to make like to stay artistic and creative and, and creative also like and get paid, get paid. Mm, yeah that's that's the business of art that's your you know and i think that's a piece like a lot of times people get caught like even if you look at musicians yep. they're artists yeah but like you got to be looking for ways to be able to get to where people are exchanging money mm-hmm. um so that I can continue to do this. Like yeah, yeah, I'm really good at this thing, but it's not just creating art and just hoping people will come to me. I gotta be out there grinding and, right. and, and making those connections mm-hmm. so that they will seek me for my talents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's a creative business. with that. And, yeah. and always thinking you know, you you create art to create create art, but you gotta get paid. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Right? You, we here, we all here to eat. Mm-hmm. You gotta eat. You want to live your life freely and and paid. And so it's one thing to be able to rap mm-hmm. and freestyle with the homies every day, or even making a song that the homies listen yeah. to. But what else can you do? Mm-hmm. You know, if your album's not selling, okay, well, maybe it's a concert. Maybe you're go making write a, some songs. Write for a song for yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost write for people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a million different ways people buy music and and use music in so many different ways right. mm-hmm. maybe you make TV a song shows. for zara maybe you're making yeah. jingles r&b mm-hmm. kitchen needs it we still need a jingle mm-hmm. i got a thousand dollars with someone <laughs> that makes us a Did real you get that approved no that was <laughs> that's that impulse yeah yeah i got a thousand dollars right now for someone that got an r&b jingle hit it gotta be Soul good though food. you gotta sell <laughs> me you already have the idea of- <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying so that creativity of, yeah. of being an artist yeah is, is, is crucial and it's not the creativity of creating art mm-hmm. the creativity of finding business mm-hmm. from your art yeah. right yeah so i guess my my next question is how have you been able to get those commissions in ottawa those those halifax mural fest i mean you've built up your brand yeah and did a lot of different interviews and that's why this stuff is key mm-hmm. to people probably seeking you out 
Yeah, um, pretty much. I like mostly people messaging me mm-hmm, like Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's why branding yourself is so yeah. important. That's why you know we were you were doing interviews. We were calling CTV and saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. here's a story. You know, let's get her on." And you were saying yes to every every piece of media that exists. Mm-hmm. And now that's paying fruition now. Yeah, right for, for sure. those reasons. Yeah, it it helped for sure because mm-hmm. people got to like see see you see me. Yeah. And I think you know for yourself, you're it's a niche market. Yeah. Uh, like Cravel said earlier, you were the first black female Nova Scotian in the NFT space. Thousand percent. I also believe the first black person because I never seen no one else. Yeah. Um, from Nova Scotia. From Nova Scotia. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And I think even the first woman artist in general. Um, NFTs. In no, yeah, in Nova Scotia. In Nova Scotia. <laughs> no, I'm saying Nova Scotia. But yeah, yeah, like there was no. So I mean, I think again too, like sometimes like. When you're trailblazing, yeah. you don't get to see it till you, you to get through it. it. Yeah. Right? Like so yeah, there, there's not gonna be no place where you could go and be like, Oh, where's the where's the female NFT artist mm-hmm. in Nova Scotia? Well, if you ain't if you ain't out there, like mm-hmm. we don't know. Mm-hmm. Where's the black female where's the black Canadian artist? There's probably was only five at the mm-hmm. time, if mm-hmm. that many. Mm-hmm. And if you were out there, like we, we didn't know. know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we talking about like there's everyone plays basketball, but then there's the the, the NBA. Yes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So like, you were mm-hmm. in the NBA, you mm-hmm. were on open seat. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it's never a, a a knock at anybody else. It's just like man, like real shit. Like you really were doing it at a high level, um, but you were trailblazing. So like, you know, just to your point, when you're like, the the stats or whatever, like mm-hmm. these ain't like stats written because they don't yeah, the history ain't there yeah, yet yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, we in a written. whole new world a whole new space so when we look back on this 10 15 years from now you know when nfts gets its next run mm-hmm. and more millionaires are created because i believe like from your pieces millionaires will be created mm-hmm. um then they're gonna look back and be like oh yeah because i remember when we first got into crypto yeah you know what i mean yeah. it was the same type of stuff like we didn't know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like mm-hmm. we were going to like meetings in like different places and there'd be like two people there now they got like stadiums filled with yeah. the same yeah. thing so it's like literally. and then they're calling you ogs and all this different <laughs> stuff but it's like literally yeah, like yeah that's really how it goes yeah, we're, so we're crypto ogs we've been yeah we've been in since 2016 yeah i'm trying to yeah. get that og bag though yeah yeah, yeah you guys are there you know for I mean? some we're waiting bad on, times waiting on a couple ones some good and bads yeah mm-hmm. right now we're back in the bad but we'll be back again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know when you hear stuff like trailblazer and when you hear those being the first um and you know you didn't have like you said i didn't have that artist to look up to coming mm-hmm. through right but a thousand percent there's some young black girls out there some some young black people out there anyone in general um that didn't have that person and now has someone that they can see mm-hmm. you know that that has success as an nft artist how does that how do, how do you think about that what, what's, what's your thoughts on that it's a lot of pressure for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I don't think about it like that. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean. Yeah. I think like I'm down to help anybody that messages mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. in, in any way I can. I want to be like definitely like an inspiration yeah. for mm-hmm. anybody yeah. out there. Yeah. I feel like if I think about it too much, it will mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like mentally right, like right, mess right. me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a challenge. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know, I think it it exists. Like yeah. Aaron, our, our homie Aaron, mm-hmm. with with the black women in. Black woman is God piece. Mm-hmm. He dropped his NFT because you had your success, mm-hmm. right? And there's more stories of like that. And then, you know, there's probably other people that we don't even know. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of NFTs. It's worldwide. Yeah. You got people that own your pieces in Switzerland. And, yeah. you know, you were shipping off pieces to, 
New York and Australia mm-hmm. and all these crazy places. And there's definitely people that that seen a, a black girl in the space have success yeah. and said, wow, okay, I can do that. Now. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I think whether you think about it or not, yeah. it, it's, it's there. And it's, I don't see it as a pressure. It's like you're trailblazing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're burning that fire for, for others to, to come through. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If I think about it too much, I'm like, hey, well, people are watching me like, but mm-hmm. right, gotta make right, the right, right moves. Right, like, right, a, right, and right, it's just, right. it's just a lot. But I think, but. you know, lean in on, you know, your natural skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you were faced with tough decisions, you stayed true to who you were mm-hmm. um, and it paid dividends for you. And I think, yeah, like, you know, no matter what, like, pressures make diamond or burst pipes, mm-hmm. you know? And, mm-hmm. and to my opinion, like, from the outside looking in, it's been seeming to be making diamonds. Yeah. And also, too, like, you know, you got a lot to offer. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I don't know shit about art, don't really, whatever. But when I looked at your pieces, I seen something in them and clearly other people did too. So I think, you know, it's really important to like just double down on your shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and you're doing it. Like, and a lot of times too, like I think when we bring people on the show, like it's usually, like not usually, but a lot of people don't understand. Like we ain't just bringing anybody, anybody. on this show. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're trying to keep our viewers, what I, we're trying to keep a standard. So yeah. like we brought you here because we believe and we see it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think other people are seeing it too. And that's what's so cool about you is like, man, I'm just making art. I'm just making, yeah. I'm just making art and I making it. I'm not even thinking about this. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I also really just have like really bad imposter syndrome. So, like, yeah. sometimes mm. I'm just, I haven't done enough. Yeah. Right, right. And so, right, right. Yeah. Right. That's just me being mm-hmm. it's, it's like, a top blessing. It's a blessing and a curse because it, it keeps you going. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It keeps you, but also, man, you got to stand on it and be like, yeah. I'm here. And then why you have to stand on it? Because there's some young black girls, and what we're actually going to do, we're going to have the Nessie. Nessie art class in Preston yeah, with, with, with some young girls, young guys that want to learn how to art and create it. And one, just hear your story and then let's let's get So we're going to put that one in the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when it. you stand on it, that's the piece. Mm-hmm. That, and they, they're seeing regardless, yeah. but you know, sometimes just to keep it in mind, for me, it gets me up, right? It mm-hmm. makes me go when I'm ready to, ah, no, I can't because my little homies is watching. Yeah. Right? So just something to, 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 to I keep in mind as I go through the journey for sure. You know, Navelle talked about, like, you know, you growing up in Preston. What type of, uh, it's always good to know, like, you know, what type of student were you? Like, what was, like, in school? And the reason why is because people that are watching, sometimes they, they don't see themselves in people. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, they look at people like they're superhuman. Like, yep. when people are doing super shit, yep. people look at them like they're superhuman. But it's like, you know, what type of student like what was your high school kind of like vibes like you know whatever I think I was a good student mm-hmm. overall um I was very much like uninterested in school though yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. even though like I did I don't feel like I worked like extremely hard in school but right. maybe the classes were just easy I yeah. don't know but yeah, like yeah, yeah. I just naturally smart like I liked all my creative classes mm-hmm. like those are the ones I look forward to right. and like everything else was kind of like okay I'm just like doing what I need to do to get by and yeah, I wasn't right. really interested because I'm I'm a visual learner, like mm. for real. So yeah, like I was just get, like doing what I needed to do. Nice. Yeah. You weren't in school excited, trying to get A's. No, like hard. I wasn't doing any of that. Like I was just, I was getting decent grades enough for me to like get into university yeah. if I needed to. Yeah. Um, and taking like the bare minimum. Like I didn't take like pre calculus or mm. anything, or like mm-hmm. do anything extreme. Like some people were, you know, right. on their grind. Like yeah. they were, right, in, right, right, <laughs> you know, sure. those university prep classes yeah. and stuff. I wasn't doing that. Yeah. Did you ever think like? You were going to be an artist? And no, I that was the thing. In school, I never 
I didn't know what I wanted to do right. at all. I was very confused about what where I was going after this. Like everybody, like all the mentors that come to school and like, you know, the black yeah. like mm. um, leaders, I guess they look up to. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone would say like, go to university. So that's what I did. That's and, what you did. And mm. then I went and I was like, I hate it here. Mm. You know? <laughs> did you, did you ever see yourself as like, you know, a business owner or an entrepreneur or anything uh, like that when you were growing up? Or did you ever think like, I'm a, I want to go into that? that space and that world not necessarily like a business owner i think i just thought about like i just want to do what i want to do like mm. i want to do what i like to do right. and i want to do this like for the rest of my life right and right. i wanted to figure out how i can get there mm -hmm. whether and i mean i figured it out but yeah. like yeah. during that time i guess i was missing like the steps mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that it would take to get there and what that meant but i was also really young so, right yeah True. Do you do you currently see yourself as an entrepreneur or a business owner? I would say I see myself as a entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I guess I am my own business. I don't look at it as, as I have a business. I think I just am a business. I'm a business. I'm a business. I'm a business. Oh, man. Oh, okay. You are a business. I am a business. Talk that talk. And Clip that one, please. I don't have like a place that you go that sure. you come into my sure. office, but like I am... If you want my time, like creatively, then it's gonna cost you. It's gonna cost you some money. Sick, sick. <laughs> That's the game. You know what does your days look like as Good an artist, man? Where you come with this fire, man? Well, I'm curious, right? So you curiosity will we'll do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my days. Um, I try to go to the studio like as much as I can. My mm -hmm. studio. Um, and then I take like a couple of days to do like like admin stuff and like um, I kind of just plan my week by week, like right. what I want to get done this week. And then I try to right. go for it. Ever get any like four AM inspirations? Um, like just I'm used random. To at 4 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at night sometimes. Um, yeah. But I have an iPad, so if I ever have inspirations, mm. I'll just like whip stuff it up on the iPad and then right. if I want to do it like physically, then I'll you'll go back. I'll go out. back and how okay. do you get in your creative zone? We're both I'm, I'm we're working on an album right now. What I did last night, just go hit the blunt a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how long that's gonna last me. Uh, well, do that. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> do what you gotta do. <laughs> no, like, I I do. also do that. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Like I'll go like somewhere. Mm. Like just change my environment. Mm -hmm. That helps. Like kind of like open your mind up a little mm -hmm. bit. Maybe mm -hmm. go for a walk or something. Mm -hmm. Different things. Like mm -hmm. a lot of things. Try spark. different stuff. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll just be like, okay, I'm not thinking about this anymore. Right. And then when that happens, like I'll actually just it'll come. I'll, it will come to me. Sick. Uh, Let it flow. Yeah. Sometimes if you think about it too much, mm. then you'll, ne you'll never get there. Yeah. Like, thinking yeah. and art don't really seem like they no. go yeah. well together. No. It would just be like, okay, hey, let, let me take my mind off yeah. this. Yeah. And then boom. Nice. It comes. What's next? That was one. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Well, right now, like I said, I'm doing commission still. The. An NFT project. It's mm -hmm. gonna come out at some point. Yeah, we're waiting so on the market. So you got that one locked and loaded, ready to go. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just touching it up right now and like mm -hmm. kind of going through each piece. Mm. Novell's seen a little sneak peek, but mm -hmm. it's nice, dope. Adding some more stuff to it, and then, um, so that will be dependent on the market, I guess. You know, just trying to like up my design skills and stuff mm -hmm. like graphic mm -hmm. design, also like just like other design skills, like, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, building the tools. Mm -hmm. Yeah, building the tools. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you should add a sales day, or, or a salesperson, in your in your weekly day. Um, so I'm just incorporating in my life of like you know we got mm -hmm. these things that we have. It's usually been we do marketing, so people reach out. But then there's a a segment of 
reaching out to people. You see a new website, you see a new something. Hey, I'm Martin Essie. Here's my piece. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. I've just been realizing if you learn how to sell, you get a lot of money. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really, that's where I need help. I have yeah. to, I have to yeah. talk to you. Yeah, about it. I mean for that. You know, again, go back, lean, lean in on, you know, your skill set. And I think your skill set has been mm-hmm. building your team, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like a lot of stuff doesn't necessarily mean you have I to have do to it. do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, and the reason why I ask the question, do you see yourself as as a entrepreneur or do you see yourself as a business owner because you are the business but then how do i get outside of myself and then look at myself as the business then i'm Mm going to see what pieces do we need Mm -hmm. to support the business you know what i mean because you're a business owner but you're the business so that's a crazy thing about art and i think that's why like you know in the past it was always so hard for artists to break through yeah because they weren't looking at themselves as a business no you know what I mean? They were looking at themselves as an artist. And yeah. only, you know, most times it would be someone else would have to see it in you and then create it for you. Create but like, structure. if you believe in yourself and you see the shit, then okay, let me mm-hmm. create the structure. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. let me put the people around me that I want to be working with that are good at all these things. And they will then go do the work. Yeah. But you still stay in charge. Because mm-hmm. like, almost like Master P. It's, it's no different than music. Yeah. You look at artists. They usually sign to a label. Yeah, mm-hmm. they get they get fucked because <laughs> now you're just making art and we're just taking your art. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But then you look at independent artists. It's not that they're just by themselves. Mm-hmm. They just build their own team. Yeah, yeah. Right. They they find their salesperson. They find their A and R. They find their admin person. Mm-hmm. And okay, cool. Here, you, you and build I your think team. the difference is like right now there's more independent artists than mm-hmm. probably ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. because before. You had to rely on like maybe a curator mm-hmm. to get right. your art mm-hmm. in like a museum or something, yeah. and yeah. now we're kind of there's more independent that aren't worried about being a museum. Yeah. They right. just want to be right. like online or sure. sell yeah. some prints or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, but there's still a business aspect to yes, that, exactly. and that's how you're going to separate yourself mm-hmm. from everybody else yeah, and continue to trailblaze. Yeah. That's right. Today, I, I I realize you know your humbleness is what helped you mm-hmm. become the NFT artist. I didn't know. Let me go tap in with some people that know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, You've you been courageous and fearless, like, from the DJing, from all of it. Like, I'm just doing what I want to do, and I don't really care what no one thinks. Okay, cool, boom. As a young girl with her two long braids. <laughs> first person I've seen with those right? two long braids. And then your passion. You know what I mean? So you just lean in on that. And if people don't fit into it, like if the people that you find, like if someone's really good at something, but they don't fit into your skill set. Mm-hmm. And when you made the decision to not up the price, that was probably the biggest move that like anyone could make. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people ain't going to do that. Yeah. No, no offense, people, but like people. I probably ain't going to do that. <laughs> like, I'm, 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 oh, this is, price it's my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a double. Oh, mm-hmm. let me get the extra bag. Right. Mm-hmm. But. You know, I think those are the things that are going to separate. Those are things that already separate you. Mm -hmm. Seeing yourself as the business, which you already do, but just step outside of it for like five minutes and be like, all right, what do we need? As the business owner, Mm -hmm. what do what does the business need? need? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What does Nessie the business need? Yeah. Yeah. Because Nessie that works in the business. Yeah. And that's the person that draws art, does the admin work, goes to the murals and draws on. Mm -hmm. There's Nessie the business owner. That owns Nessie, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's called working in the business, working on the business. You yeah. step back and say, okay, what does Nessie in the business need? Yeah. And 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 that view, and there's a great book called The E Myth. All of our listeners go grab that book. Nessie, check that book out. Yeah. And that can really help you separate the two and and start thinking like a business owner mm-hmm. rather than just someone working in a business. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a big difference. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
No, dope. Super dope. Couple quick last rapid fires. If you had a billboard anywhere in the world Ooh. and you could put one phrase, one word, one sentence on it, what would that sentence, word, phrase be? Probably something that would make me some money. Mm, <laughs> probably, okay, some, okay. probably something that would direct them okay. to like a right. <laughs> Talking like me, yeah. a link. Yeah, yeah, yeah a link, link a uh, little QR, QR code, code right? or something. Hey, QR geez. code. Like if it was my NFT project, I'd just put the you got QR code. My vote, go. girl. Opportunity. You got my yeah. vote, girl. Get that moolah. Cha-ching. Give us a cha-ching in the, mm-hmm. in the <laughs> thing. Okay. Where you're at today, if you could give a percentage, how much of a percentage do you think of it is luck? And how much of a percentage do you think is grind, grit, hard work, all that good stuff? Hmm. Give me a tough question. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. I think 60-30. Six, oh, wait, no. 60-40, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or 70-30 or something 70, like that. Yeah. Um, 70 on... Because What's I the feel, oh, uh, hard work, okay. and then I think some of it. Well, maybe it's not called luck, but like mm-hmm. it is luck, kind of fate or mm-hmm. something that got open to you to highlight me like mm-hmm. that. But it was also my hard work that made them notice work. me. So Straight. it's like it ain't it, it's it ain't a hard, it's yeah. a hard one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think yeah. when you look at it, like they noticed you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't like. Just randomly, let's yeah. close our eyes and mm-hmm. pick somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, they noticed you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You were in those meetings. You were tweeting. Mm-hmm. You were in the spaces, right? And a lot of times, I think that's the thing. Like, people don't people don't want to show up to nothing. They don't want to be nowhere, but then they want the recognition. Can't work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas, like, I'm showing up. I'm not even necessarily here to, for, for recognition. I'm, I'm trying to be a part of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they notice that. And I think that's the, like, the part that like eliminates the luck yeah like is like mm-hmm. if i wasn't there if i didn't tweak that day mm-hmm. the luck couldn't even possibly that's exist that's true you know what i mean every time i ask one a question Cravel always minimize the luck <laughs> my boy hates luck but then i just feel like <laughs> it's luck that Navelle happened to know information yeah. about nfts and like mm-hmm. roger also and then like i connect like i mean but you maybe, also seek that so yeah exactly right? that's true you, it's 70 is 70 and i mean Luck and fate plays a lot yeah, of roles. Yeah. There's fate that we're, you're on this earth today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, million, no, I, I know. One you. in a hundred million. It's luck that the NFTs are even created, mm-hmm. right? But it's just how you see. You it. read yeah. the article, you know what I'm saying. So Ross sent it to you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you read it. You like read yeah. it. I gamble, so like mm-hmm. luck gotta exist. I know mm-hmm. what bad luck is, mm-hmm. but I also know like you know people who consistently win. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. They have luck. discipline. They 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 stay true to their their selves. Like these things that. That to me is luck is really minimal in yeah. somebody's successful path. You have to do something even to get it, unless you're just born into money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you just close your eyes. You still got to keep it. And yeah. it ain't luck yeah. to keep it. Right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Ross sent you the article. You know how many people get articles sent to him every day that just don't read them? You know how many people send me shit and I don't read it? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But like the things that I do read, yeah. I read them. But like, so you read the articles. Okay, cool. This is interesting. Hmm. All right. Navelle, I, mm-hmm. I see Navelle post. Mm-hmm. Let me hit Navelle. Yeah, up. A lot up. of people ain't hitting nobody. That's up. true. Okay, yeah. luck doesn't exist, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, but you know what I mean. So, yeah. like all those things that you were doing, I think they led to those moments, and you were just ready every time. Every time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, so is, we said the quote last time as well. We'll say it again. I still don't know exactly what it is, but luck favors those that show up. Straight. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it might have been luck, but you had to be there. Yeah. For the luck to exist, mm-hmm. everyone got the opportunity at luck. But you got to show up daily. You got to stay in it. And you got to keep getting to that bag, man. You lose 100% of the hands you don't call. Yeah. Ooh. 
Period. That's true. Where can the folks find you? You can find me on Instagram, Nessie RT, and um, Twitter. It's like Nessie FT. You can go musenft.com or nessiemixart.com. Mm-hmm. They're directly mm-hmm. to the same site. You got so, merch. We didn't talk about yes, merch. Yes, we have merch. Yeah. We have some merch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I actually should have bought you guys two shirts. So I forgot. But we'll get on the back. I, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get it to you. This was another classic. I'm glad you came. Glad you didn't say I'm, no. I know. I'm glad I came. Glad you. <laughs> glad you. Glad you fought through that one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew it would be great because I know you're great, and and mm-hmm. I know you got more greatness to come. Keep doing what you're doing. Double down and, and keep pushing the path forward, man. For sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm always inspired by what you guys do as well. You guys mm-hmm. are. You know, yeah. you already she, know what she's you been. Do. She's been a businessman, pod listener from day one. Yeah, I listened to every episode this season. Sweet, so far. sweet, Everyone, sweet. That's why I was also a little discouraged. Come on, I was like these, yeah, these women yeah, are doing some yeah, crazy yeah, things yeah, that yeah. I don't even. You're doing some crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, you know, we it wasn't a mistake. Some, we we <laughs> yeah. picking no We didn't invite just, you by a mistake. <laughs> you get right? that call is coming for a reason. Yeah. yeah. I ain't a businessman. I'm a business man. Now let me handle my business.